0: You're listening to Rookie Pirate Radio, the official anime and manga podcast for InBetweenDrafts.com. I'm John Agroni, and I'm Travis Imus, and today we're doing a manga recap of One Piece chapter 1096 titled Kumachi, which funny enough is Travis's nickname for me when nobody else is listening. As usual, we're going to be discussing spoilers for the One Piece manga up until this chapter. So if you have not yet read chapter 1096, be sure to do so now for free on the Viz website or the Shonen Jump app linked in the show notes as always. And remember, all new One Piece chapters are available to read for free up to three weeks after their official release or whenever you want if you're subscribed to shonen jump which we are and do recommend i know when i said that travis was probably like john you're gonna tell him about that time we you know we we like escaped that uh that that very traumatic situation and then we were just like super happy and like we looked at each other and started crying yeah you're gonna share all of our deep secrets (laughs) we're not close to our final saga yet that's right. That's right. I do. I do have a declaration, Travis, because you and I—we've never met in person—but I think it's going to happen before One Piece ends. Travis and I will meet face to face and do some kind of live show.
1: That's got it. It's got it.
0: Like, we got to manifest it, right?
1: I don't live that far away.
0: We don't. We don't we're in the final saga. One Piece could end yes. within decades, so. <laughs> What are you going to do, right? You're so positive. Oh, man. Now, I know a lot of you are probably wondering, a One Piece live show? But that would require so much correspondence. That would require, you know, all kinds of, like, messages using text, the internet, wireless communications. Uh, now, unfortunately, we are technologically illiterate. We don't have technology uh, entwined in the, you know, the whole Rookie Pirate Radio what, universe. John, but, John, what, John. John. What's John, wrong, Travis?
1: John. Um. You okay? Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, I just wanted to stop you there really quick and just uh oh. let you know that uh that we do actually have technology f- for this. Wait. What? We, yeah. we have the budget now. We do. Yeah. It turns out email happen? accounts are affordable. Uh. And we have. You're one. joking. No. You have an email account. We do. Okay, but What is it? You'll have to prove it. What's yeah. The so so it's rookie pirate radio at gmail.com slow
0: down travis you're just throwing words and letters at me rookie pirate what
1: rookie pirate radio at gmail.com it's the oh name of our show so that oh people my God, know Dally. that it's us
0: the name of our show you're right it is it's rookie pirate radio that's the name of the podcast and gmail that's uh, google email i'm putting all the pieces together i'm like a one-piece theorist there you go now are you
1: saying that the the one piece is our email address? That's exactly what I'm saying right now. Yeah, that's that, that seems to be where we've ended up. It that was sounds there cool. all well, along. I'll check our
0: email, but I don't know. Email's fine, but it's not like other people can like see our email. So, I mean, we can't like talk to each other in in a public forum where people can like jump into the conversation. So, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe it, the technology uh, will I'm catch gonna... up to us. But um, oh, what's wrong? Stop
1: you, stop you there. The yeah, I've, I've I've been passed a note here that says that. Uh, let me just. Oh. Uh, let me adjust my glasses here. Uh, oh, there from is our producer, discord, rookie yeah, D pirate, rookie D pirate, and it says here there's a discord. I don't understand why you guys keep forgetting that we have a discord. Because you're signed into your Discord at all times. Oh yeah, the Discord. Right. The Discord server. Uh Discord. It's the, it, wait, yeah, wait, it's what's the, Discord? Discord is an application where you can go into effectively little chat rooms with little sub chat rooms and in our cases just constantly talk about One Piece spoilers. Wait, wait. So it's like Slack, but cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, mostly for gamers, but it's still okay. Wow. I can't wait to check it out. But wait, are you trying to tell me that
0: you and I are on this Discord chatting with listeners of Rookie Pirate Radio radio and fellow One Piece
1: fanatics on a daily basis? Yeah, and sometimes uh, those fanatics that are chatting with us are also asking where our free run episode is. and uh,
0: Mm, That's a sore uh, subject.
1: Yeah, where, where did we put that?
0: Where did we put, I lost it. Wait, I'm, I'm getting, no, I'm getting a note from our producer, Rookie D Pirate. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, the reason the Freerin episode didn't come out is because you guys are terrible at scheduling and don't pay me, your producer, money. Huh. Uh, mm, there's a lot of truth that I just uh,
1: read in that that message. Yeah, just, just, just a little bit. This has gone completely off the rails. Well, yeah, it's so, Rookie so- Pirate Radio at gmail.com. yeah i mean to you producer after the show but for now that's right um for
0: those of you who are wondering you know wait who is rookie d pirate where where can i follow them on social media unfortunately rookie d pirate uh keeps a low profile such a low profile that we don't even know who they are um but no we have a big we have a big chapter and uh to talk about and we did want to do freer in last week unfortunately it it did end up happening that we could not schedule a time together very unfortunate but uh we we are still going to do the ran, the Free in anime round table we promise uh not sure exactly when because we do have uh no break next week so we still have more one piece to go um but we should we should be able to get this round table out before we uh we reach the the point of no return here uh for freer in's first season that said travis is this the first time we we didn't release something in a week
1: Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Well, I guess I should say it's the first time we've unintentionally missed a week. Okay.
0: Yeah, it might have happened before when we did it on purpose. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, I feel like that's
1: okay. We can take breaks once in a while. Who's counting? I I, I hope they'll have some mercy on us, at least a little bit more mercy than uh, some of the Celestial Dragons we see in this chapter. What a great segue,
0: Travis. It's like you've been podcasting professionally for years. Um, We are going to talk about One Piece 1096 right now. We're going to go into these main beats and we've got another reader request. No big surprise there. So we see Zoro, it says Zolo, playing musical chairs with chihuahuas. And, you know, I generally don't know how the people who write these things in to Oda, like, I don't know how they come up with this stuff. Like, it's not, it's like a step removed from creative and imaginative. And it's just random. It's just sort of like, I want to see this, but like, why do they want to see this? I don't know. And I'm not complaining. I want more of it, uh, although I don't want it more than I want another cover story. I want another cover story very, very badly. By the way, Travis, I forgot to mention, I did want to bring this up before we even get started. The anime, hopefully we have time at the end, because I didn't want to talk to you about how the anime has been doing. Um, for those of you listening, um, in a timely release fashion, you haven't checked out the anime lately. The latest episode was Fantastic. It made me feel emotions. So maybe we'll talk about it in more detail later. But anyway, back to Kumachi. That's the name of this chapter. So, okay. All right. So the chapter kicks off with the beginning of the God Valley native hunting competition. Truly one of the most despicable things, Travis, I think we have ever seen in this manga. There is a high bar. Like, let's be clear. But the, what's going on in this chapter, like the actual atrocity of it, I'm not sure. Like I, I, we've seen worse. Like if we did, it would have to be the celestial dragons causing it, and I'm not sure we've seen them be this collectively despicable in a way that is just like, like blood curdlingly like it makes my blood boil that's the metaphor uh but also yes we are still in the kuma flashback there's no back to egghead thing going on here we're fully in uh the flashbacks in full swing and the celestial dragons we see them hunting the natives they explain these rules and there's like points and stuff it's disgusting i don't even want to like go into detail with it um, I mean, we're talking about like the natives of this island a bunch of captives slaves that have been brought in a lot of these people are just kids. Like, we see kids here with, like, targets on their backs. Like, I, ju- I genuinely am just like, Oda is not playing around. Like, he is sort of just coming in for the kill here, right?
1: It is very, very explicit what this is, because uh, these are the residents of God Valley. They call them natives in the chapter. That's probably on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're not even affiliated with the world government. This is an unaffiliated island that the celestial dragons have just decided they're going to turn into the hunger games and i look at this and everything from the oh there are some really special ones they dehumanize them like you're watching a lot of those steps of what a genocide looks like in real time and oh wouldn't you know it now we know where doflamingo got the idea for the late stage uh, dress rosa stuff Right here it is. Uh,
0: For those of you who forgot, Do Flamingo definitely a celestial dragon. In fact, I saw some people speculating, uh, and we don't usually chatter like this during the main beats, but I feel like it's it's warranted. uh, Speculating that he is somebody who. Um, would have become a holy knight at some point um based on like what we 've seen of him and the relationship between the the holy knights and the celestial dragons and like that uh, the dichotomy of like how powerful they are uh, but anyway back to the chapter it 's a tough one uh we quickly see garling that 's uh saint garling I hate even calling him that um i we, we see this guy just like murder people like indiscriminately he is just such a villain um we quickly see garling and a few other world nobles who may also be Holy Knights. It's a little unclear who's a Holy Knight and who's not. There's a panel later on where there are a couple other characters that Garling refers to as Holy Knights. Um, in, this, in this quick kind of panel, we see a couple of characters who look pretty competent. They probably are, but uh, we, we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves there. Uh, but yeah, we get a few new introductions to a few uh, new characters here. and they were, Again, we're not 100% sure who they might be yet, but uh, we're seeing them gear up to begin this nightmarish competition for prizes that include, for sure, we know devil fruits. We know there's some kind of treasure on the island, which we'll get to that, and apparently some kind of trophy. One of the characters refers to a trophy, and that could be like one of it could be one of the devil fruits that they're talking about. It could be something else we're not aware of. Uh, that's kind of unclear at the moment. We cut to Kong, who was fleet admiral at the time, and so he's back at Marine headquarters, and he's calling Garp to cut his vacation short in order for Garp to go to God Valley because information about the Celestial Dragons being there for what Garp thinks is some kind of school trip or something has apparently been leaked and the Celestial dragon stole a mysterious treasure from the pirates on Hachinosu and are in serious danger. Garp has no interest in helping out until Khan mentions that Roger is involved, prompting Garp to immediately jump into action, which is pretty funny. Uh, Back in God Valley, Ivankov explains that the Celestial Dragons are wiping out the natives here in order to plunder the island's resources, and no one's gonna be allowed to survive, even if they last all three weeks of the competition. They are just trying to give them false hope that they could survive, because that would be more fun and they are evil. A shark fishman, who I don't think we've met before, uh, breaks off uh, their chains and Ginny explains that their key to survival is stealing one of the prized devil fruits, either the pawpaw fruit or the mythical azure dragon fruit. She only mentions these two, but we can kind of surmise that there are still other devil fruits uh, again, not super 100% clear yet. Ginny brilliantly leaked a message to the outside two weeks ago to hopefully create enough chaos for them to reach the center of the island where the fruits are. Kuma selflessly volunteers to be their decoy for the scheme, since he's big and hardy, which wins him the affections of both Ginny and Ivankov. We then see the rocks pirates, along with tons of other ships, bombarding the coast, and we see a dazzling panel of the Rock's crew, minus Rocks himself. We still don't get to see him. Uh, Rocks apparently went ahead and then we get to see this full panel of the rest of the crew. So that includes Whitebeard, Shiki, Buckingham Stussy, Charlotte, Lin, Lin, Kaido, Gloriosa, John, no relation, and a couple other mysterious faces that we'll of course have to speculate on. And as chaos begins to erupt as hoped, we next see the Roger Pirates show up as well and Garling and the Holy Knights gear up to fight them and Garp and his subordinates also arrive in full force as well as you guessed it Bogard is here and he is not messing around now while all this is happening kuma and Ivankov find the devil fruits uh just the two of them um so again a little curious why they only found those two and if there really were more like we saw in that panel last week but regardless uh or two weeks ago uh, Lin-Lin takes the fish-fish fruit before Ivankov can eat it. We know she's later going to give it to Kaido. Uh, but Kuma manages to eat the paw, paw fruit before she can take that one, too. But right then, Jay Garcia Saturn shows up, and he's not in his, like, bold demon form, but he still has some lightning stuff going on. He shows up and attacks Kuma, calls him the buccaneer boy, tells him that his people will have to vanish for good because he dares say he wants to be like Nika and save as many of these unfortunate people as he possibly can. We get a super brief look at more of the wild insanity of God Valley about to unfold, but of course, we cruelly jump ahead. We don't get to see anymore. It's very sad, Uh, but we do jump ahead. Uh, We skip a whole bunch of stuff that happens in the meanwhile um, to the Sorbet Kingdom in the South Blue. So somehow Kuma, Ivankov, and Ginny made it out of God Valley, and Kuma actually saved 500 people in the process. We could probably surmise that the reason we don't see anything else is because it involved characters that I don't think Oda is ready to get into yet. Uh, So there's got to be more to this that we're probably going to see later. Uh, Ivankov calls Morgan, who is like a teenager at the time, based on the ages that I could see, but is still apparently working in the newspaper. Okay, Uh, he calls him a hack for only reporting on GARP's heroics and that they have no idea what happened on the island after what happened. Ginny starts calling Kuma Kumachi, and Ivankov tells him he has the hands of liberation that set people free. We also discover that Kuma's family ran a church, which is why he's seen praying, and later, of course, he has that Bible, as we know. Ivankov eventually leaves to go to sea and make the most of his freedom, and Ginny says she's going to stay with Kuma and have a kid with him someday named Bonnie. Oh, wait, no, she doesn't say that. I just read that in my head. Uh, And Kuma himself says he will never forget Ivankov's face, which... (laughs) Travis, he's never going to forget Ivankov's face, okay? That's never going to happen in Marineford uh, when when Ivankov. (laughs) It's too sad. The tears. The tears of liberation. Ginny and Kuma then start to live a peaceful life together. They even make friends with two kids who look like the two members of Bonnie's crew years later. If you were on our Discord, you would have seen us chattering and sharing screenshots, that fun stuff. The chapter ends with the two of them having enough food to feel full for maybe the first time in their lives. They cry together because they're so happy. And that's where the story ends. Nothing bad ever happened to them. They lived happily ever after. The
1: end no break next week because the story's over right nothing bad that was that was the one piece the whole time was good meal and these children definitely won't grow to uh suffer uh, Yeah, probably egregiously uh boy howdy what a what a setup for just misery as if we didn't already know it was gonna be misery what a well oh boy Did this chapter meet your expectations,
0: Travis? Because I know going into this week, I mean, the hype for this chapter, once Japan got its hands on it, I mean, we were already getting heads up of like, hey, everybody, just so you know, this week's chapter is going to ruin your whole sleep schedule. You're not going to be able to sleep. You're going to be like imagining just the Rocks (laughs) Pirates, like uh, not silhouette, but the, 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 the Super Smash Brothers choose your fighter panel
1: right yeah like it's 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 completely it's uh it is a who's who right like uh, uh see what he did there no no uh, pun intended right no yeah. pun intended but uh like what a what a rogues gallery i you know i do think that it's what i expected though at least in terms you know when we talked before about you know how much of this is going to be god valley how much of this is going to be centered Nakuma. i think we both kind of un- understood that this was probably not going to take you know the next 12 weeks and be about god valley exclusively we're going to get the story of bartholomew kuma here i think we were pretty sober in that and like yeah yeah, you shouldn't get our hopes up there i mean if if you know we got this fight back with kaido too where there wasn't that much of kaido's backstory and people were very disappointed but it's very clear if it wasn't clear before it's very clear now that there is a lot of moving pieces on this one island that we are not yet we're not re- yet ready to dig into. I mean, one of the This, is, this is Marineford
0: before Marineford, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly like we have characters who are playing around in here that back when we were getting Kaido's flashback, which realistically speaking, wasn't that long ago. Um, yeah. You know, you mentioned the anime. It, it really wasn't that long ago and we would have never been able to do his flashback properly if we did God Valley then, because there'd be this guy running around. We know <laughs> nothing about, but really, really want to right? like, like, it's clear that this is gonna get dropped a few more times, maybe an egghead, probably in the future as we go. It's the final saga, not the final arc, so, yeah, you know. I mean, just
0: the Shanks and Garling stuff needs to be explained, and there seems to be a lot going on there,
1: just there, because- There seems to be yeah. a lot going on, period. For example, you didn't even mention this, but we do, for two panels, uh, pop on over to full of and the implication there is that the rocks pirates didn't fully control the island at that time.
0: Yeah. We do know that, uh, Wang Ji controlled the island in the present day up until blackbeard took it over and killed him. So just want to stamp that speculation here. Cause I know some people were thinking that we saw w- Wang Ji, um, a Joku, a Choku, right. Um, in this one panel, uh, we see this guy in like this, like a uh, helmet, and people were like, is that him? And you're like, no, I'm, that's I'm pretty that can't sure be him. it's not
1: the helmet one. I think we've seen him before.
0: We've seen him in Thriller Bark. So look, I'm not alone anymore. in my speculation that Thriller Bark and is like the last is like basically God Valley uh, or what's left of it, um, or at least it has some connection to God Valley, Travis, because our tour the YouTuber, Library of Ohara, I think he also goes by, mm-hmm. has, has also bought some stock into this theory. He doesn't fully buy into it, but he, he poked uh, at a few things about it. But Travis, I'm just saying, there is just way too much God Valley connection to Thriller Bark at this point. There just is. There's the fact that Moria, who defeated Moria? It was Kaido, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. also, we see these zombies. We see these zombies, like uh, the the guy with like the, the claws... We see, uh, I think Silverax, or somebody who may be Silverax. Uh, I saw some speculation that the guy who kind of has like a hat, he 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 kind of has a face similar to X Drake. Um, I've seen some people speculate that that's Hero Luke.
1: That, our our tour speculated that that was Hero Luke, but that he wasn't feels... the only one. I saw
0: I saw a few people buying into that, and I, I think that that's pretty interesting uh, to consider. I know you're the biggest Drum Island fan in, on this podcast, so.
1: I, I do think it's interesting since the timeline is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, if the, the scale of what this could be, you know, when we get to the broad strokes of everything and actually sit down and spend some time here, uh, I mean, this could be – this could radically change – our perspectives of i mean it kind of has i mean gloriosa being here has already radically changed at that least our really our my mind of, well
0: i know a lot of people of thought Anson it was Lee. gonna
1: be shock, like that she was part of the crew and apparently she still maybe is but we just don't see her here so she would have been the pirate empress during that time, right? Right. One of them would have been on Amazon Lily, so it could be. But a she swap said that out she situation. wasn't outlaw at one point, right? I don't know if she said right. she was part of Rocks, but most yeah, yeah. most people put sh- were putting Shaki as a Rocks pirate because of yes. an SBS answer, which is not itself canon. But let's be honest; that's where a lot of canon. I mean, there's there's literally an image in this chapter that. Dr- calls directly back to an SBS. So, like, we we know that 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 can affect the story. So, a lot of people have had the working theory that they left together originally, and then Shaki went back, or, you know, maybe they traded off, you know, maybe it's a legacy thing. It's hard to say right now. It's one of those things where you kind of have to question in their dialogue, is is Gloriosa being catty to, uh, to Stussy over, like, Whitebeard, or is she just being normal caddy like who was gloriosa's love sickness basically her loofy right so to speak is it rocks it doesn't seem that way she seems to be behaving pretty normally so kind of kind of up in the air question i kind of buy that they would both kind of be obsessed with
0: white beard but if the love sickness didn't kill her yeah i don't know it it is, it has to it be is somebody s- right yeah it's a little suspect um you know i've seen i've seen some people be like oh maybe it was Zebek." i don't know I, I i feel like there's still more there that we'll probably get later
1: but, and, and there has to be a point where shaki meets rayleigh too right because the implication yeah. there is 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 rayleigh is shaki's luffy so i keep getting so there's shiki shaka shot shaka, uh, right I can't. <laughs> right shiki is in this chapter holy crap we haven't even uh his, this is his
0: canon uh appearance you know yeah he's always been is canon. That? But it, it's the first time he's shown up in the manga, uh, so he was in Strong World, and which so, isn't like,
1: canon, notably.
0: But I think it's a case of like, it, hey Oda, can, can you give us some of your notes? Like, can we yeah. can we borrow some stuff? Like, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. You yeah, the, out the, your the chapter cute.
1: zero or whatever he did is technically canon, but the the movie isn't. It's it's a having him here is good. That's that's the main takeaway is we no longer have to split the hairs. Hey, here he there is. He's here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's here. He's
0: ready to go. Uh, th- this is quite a panel. Um, th- that's clearly, you know, the future Captain John. Now, there's the other thing where apparently a treasure was stolen and brought over by the Celestial Dragons. A lot of people have been saying, is that Captain John's treasure? Is is that going to be part of the equation here? We know, of course, Buggy is after that. Uh, we saw Captain John, the zombie on Thriller Bark again there's so much thriller bark happening here it
1: really is uh, astounding uh, to me it would um, it would make sense let's 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 dig the thriller bark thing back up now that we have some real something some dough to 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 work with here it would make so much sense for moria to unintentionally or intentionally end up with pieces of this island because as you pointed out he lost to kaido well who could go toes with kaido the strongest man in the world well how about other people who were there at his biggest fight right Mm -hmm. Uh, we know kaido's life was in danger at the end of this fight it required linlin to give him the, the devil fruit in order to spare him so
0: the island itself disappeared you know, it it's in the West Blue. Thriller Bark we know is from the West Blue. Characters presumably like, Coddack, there are is from
1: the West Blue. Bodies around, or or he's been going around collecting pieces of this history the whole time and putting it right. in one spot. A, like, he was a kid at the time. Yeah. Um so I could he to totally see it. Because people have
0: said, like, oh, he's he's probably not here. That doesn't really make sense. Okay, that's fair. But I could see Moria being kind of obsessed with this, just because of, like, it is an incident that's been lost to history. And, like, you know, if it turned out that Moria was just some kind of You know, obsessive history, you know, lost history, true crime podcast, you know, conspiracy theorists
1: like there's all kinds of angles that could work here. So and that's why it doesn't look exactly the same, right? Because he's been hodgepodging this back together like a Mm -hmm. zombie like that actually (laughs) makes a lot of sense.
0: The the fish man, I think we see there, looks like he could be one of the zombies in the armor. I mean, it really does kind of fit. Uh, A couple of people also put the timeline together. So impressive with uh, Linlin. Apparently, it looks like Linlin might be pregnant as we see her here with one of the because I think Parasparrow is already born at this point. Um, Oh, and also we see Stressand. Is that, that his name? For her yeah. like first
1: yeah, he's like first he's crew like, member
0: um and hiding you know there's the corner like under, yeah, uh, under
1: white beard's arm
0: a lot of people have said that he's like the father of para Sparrow, most likely um so he's he's hanging out which gross considering the ages but you know we don't have to get into that i guess um yeah so this is pretty wild you know seeing kaido as kind of like the the runt of the litter uh, it's just kind of amazing um, seeing Whitebeard trying to lead a crew that is basically a lot like the Blackbeard crew. They're all just kind of in it for themselves. They're all sort of like every pirate for themselves mentality, with a few exceptions. Like Stussy is obsessed with Whitebeard, as we mentioned. Gloriosa seems, I don't know, maybe amenable by comparison because she kind of has like a rapport with Stussy and and Nuge. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we can clearly see the downfall of this of this group. And the chaos that's about to happen. I mean, there's just so much, there's just so much lore here. We see the Rogers pirates. We, we see like a few of the, the heavy hitters and uh, th- seeing Silver's Rayleigh uh, right next to Roger. Roger. Uh, interestingly, so Roger has his straw hat, right? Which makes sense. Right. He's not going to give it to Shanks until much later. He doesn't have a mustache. Now there is in the anime and well, I guess the anime, I think it was the movie where they find Shanks in the chest. Um, Yet he has red, like a, he has a mustache and he's wearing a different hat. Well, yeah, he, he looks
1: like how we've always known Gold Roger too.
0: Right. So that could be an issue with the anime.
1: Um, yeah, that could be it, like, it a, is, it is. It's, it's, a it's a like you said, error. yeah, it's like you said, they asked Oda to give him, to give them something right, right yes. to work with. And so what he gave them was literally the teeniest piece of information that he could. It, it's yeah. it's the same thing with like, The you know the in Stampede they did the laugh tail reveal like that was a big deal, but it wasn't as big of a deal as when the story actually got there. You know that's when it really clicked for a lot of people. So that's kind of where we're at. I'm not going to dwell too much on it because again, Red itself is not canon. (laughs) So cool, Mm -hmm. that's fine. I know John, you are probably glad to hear that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't love so. There's been speculation that uh, some of the kids. The younger, like holy knights, or if they're not holy knights, like world noble hunters, um, trying to say that they're like among those kids that Big Mom ate when she was a kid. Um, obviously, that doesn't really fit or make sense. But uh-huh. I, I'm I'm sympathetic to the gas mask guy being kind of related to that kid because we do know that those kids were like some of them were like were, you know kind of like offshoots of Royals, right? They, I remember there was some kind of like connection between them. Like there was like the Prince, the re- rejected Prince or whatever. I feel like there still could be like some lore continuity. Cause that gas mask does look very similar, but like the whole thing of like, Oh, they like survived what happened to big money. I don't buy that at all. Um, I, it's not, I it do. seems like you don't either since you're shaking yeah. your head.
1: I, I I'm basically of the mind that these are all probably holy knights or holy knights to be. One yes. of the things that stands out to later. me. Yeah, yeah. I think this is all set up because this is what Oda does. He loves drawing a silhouette or a, or a character design and then revisits it when the time comes. But also, none of them are wearing helmets. None yeah. of them. Yeah. They're they're out here breathing the commoner air, just like the Gorosai. Like just like the people who take who who just aren't that ridiculous even though there are plenty of celestial yep. dragons here in their bubble helmets like like i think that's a bigger delineation than anything else is hey you have the people who who are the hardcores and then you have the inbreds that's really what it looks like right
0: yeah i think that's a pretty fair analysis and it's hard to piece out the silhouettes. I mean, we can see that a lot of them look pretty young. Uh, one of them says that trophy will belong to the man family. So we get at least one kind of reference to another family. And that kind of debunks the whole like, oh, maybe everybody's like maybe the Garland family. Like that's all the Holy Nights or something. No, that's clearly not the case. Um, yeah, uh, love that panel with Garp laying down, listening to music. <laughs> Such a
1: Luffy panel.
0: What, a, yeah. what a, like,
1: I, I love that like Roger very much invokes ace in his kind of flashback form. Garp. Yeah. yeah feels like an old Luffy. Like that's such a, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking because you never get to see ace, you know, reach that stage, but we've yeah. seen it in SBS again, SBS stuff kind of helped set this up. Um, I think we I already knew that, that's that... why we haven't seen rocks. Yeah. For, you know, reasons. Um, but
0: I, think we already knew that uh, Garp didn't have that scar or did have that scar by the time he got to God Valley. I wasn't sure if that was confirmed because I think we saw like images or like uh like him as a youth or whatever. We haven't seen young Garp that often. And I, I don't remember if it was confirmed in my head whether or not he got it from God Valley or something afterward. But no, at this point, he's he's a full on rival with Roger. And it makes sense because of their ages. I mean, they're not super young. I mean, they're, you know, this is 38 years ago. Uh, so, you know, they are in their late thirties or forties. So Garp, I think is 40 and Rogers 39, 38, I think it says. Um, so yeah, that seems to track with me in terms of the, like where they would be at in their respective careers. They've had a lot of bouts and everything. We know at this point, like Roger has made it to Lodestar, I think by now. Um, and he's sort of still in the process of like figuring things out, like more end game, uh, in terms of like, okay, into to now it's like a matter of like the Poneglyph collection
1: process. So that, that brings me to what I think, what I am finding like the most tantalizing of all of this part of the flashback. And we'll talk more about Kuma. I'm sure here soon enough. What is Roger talking about? What is my man on about here?
0: He uh, says, let's see. Oh yeah. It's, it's been a been whole a year. Whole Do you have year. any idea
1: how I felt all this time? What is that about? What, what, what other thing happens that I don't know about Oda? Like, is this a, I'm assuming it's a conflict with rocks, but could it be that they both got to Lodestar? star? Yeah. I don't know. Cause we, we really don't know that much about what was
0: going on with Roger at this time. And yeah, like just genuinely like where the crew was at in terms of their infamy too. Cause this is supposed to be where Roger becomes super infamous with the Marines. Um, this is, I think it'd be where Roger, Pulls off some pretty insane stuff uh, in order to essentially
1: help Garp defeat Zebek and the other way around, right? Yeah, so, they have to team up too. That's it's so weird looking at this. Like right yeah. now, it doesn't seem that way. It seems like a three way fight,
0: right? Um, and it, it definitely seems like yeah. We even see like rocks as uh, wait rocks or no. Roger says wait rocks out of my way, Roger. It looks like yeah they have some kind of conflict here now. At this point, they don't know the history of the world. They haven't been to Laugh Tale yet. Um, they don't know like the secret of the world government. Um, they, it's unclear if they know about the ancient weapons, right? As I've seen a lot of chatter where people are saying like this is where Uranus is supposed to be, and maybe that's the treasure. I don't fully buy that. I I feel like there's got to be something else going on here. I don't think it's possible. Whatever, tre-
1: whatever the treasure had to be, it had to be on full of and it had to be it had to be something that no one crew had control of whatever it is my assumption is it's kaido's dragon devil fruit that seems to be the most likely or the pop pop fruit i think either one of those could be it because those are the two that are named specifically those are the two targets that um Ginny names specifically for their plan, which is why I assume, by the way, those are the two that we see the kids with is those are the only two they cared about. Um I don't you know, I don't think it's the it either's But you know, it could be a misdirection. There's it's entirely possible it's a misdirection. They don't say for sure. And if it was something that obvious, generally you would think Oda would do that. Like right. he's not really like gonna lie.
0: I think that's why Lin because Linlin says, let's just steal what we're after and scram. But that's the thing. She's after the fruits. And I think that's got to be part of it at least. But I feel like there's still gonna be like I like the idea of one of the fruits. I know we talked about this last time too, being the whatever Blackbeard's fruit is. Like if it's something connected to like something that Zebek has in mind, but that's the thing. I always kind of assumed that Zebek had that fruit. Um, and either, like, I don't know if it could mean that he eats it at God Valley or he already has it and it's just not that fruit at all. But I mean, at least at this point we can say that like, okay, these are not all mythical fruits, right? The pawpaw fruit's not mythical. So anything is possible here. Uh, I think we can write off a few, you know, a few options for fruits that I think some people were jumping at and I don't think is the case. One thing I was curious about is, is, is Sengoku supposed to be here? I don't think so. Um, And I know some people were saying, like, why was Garp sent here instead of, like, admirals? Um, And I think the thing to remember, and I don't know if you would agree, is that, first of all, he's a vice-admiral, and we rarely see admirals leaving the Grand Line in the New World, because the balance of power is so precise. We don't know the makeup of the powers right now. Like, it's not clear if there are four emperors at this point, or if that's something that happens later, Um, and if there's some reason why, if they did have admirals at this time, that You know, they could call upon who were close enough uh, whether or not that was that was possible because theoretically it wouldn't take them that long across the comm belt because the Marines are able to cross the comm belt pretty easily. So it's not like they have to do the roundabout way of traveling like the pirates do. They have the ships that are able to cross. So it's it's a little unclear to me. That's my guess is that they know Garp is strong enough to do it and he's probably their best bet um, and he might just be the closest uh, because he's on vacation.
1: I I would wager, uh, I mean, like, you noted, Garp has had his reputation, right? Um, There's it definitely precedes him. He has a longstanding rivalry with Roger. They've probably, you know, fought each other to a draw before, Um, you know, Roger being involved seems to be what sets Kong in his direction of like, hey, we need to get Garp on this because he will act pretty completely and, uh, you know, with dedication to the situation just to have to just go toast with roger um but it's also i mean we haven't seen everything right like this is only I mean, a saturn's glimpse. here yeah you would what expect is saturn doing
0: here travis I mean, why is saturn here they enjoy it saturn enjoys, enjoys it, it but, but i'm sure do you, you he think all the goris are here
1: or just in? i don't know i think he's just here uh i think he's just here as like the advisory i mean like they're celestial dragons like, like, we have to remember know. that, like, regardless of what their history actually turns out to be, you know, yeah, you know, we. I think we're both very much in the like, they are the originals. But those ideas come from somewhere. If they are <sighs> the original, you know, members of the 20, those are where those ideas came from. You might be right, but I
0: kind of... I kind of lean toward the idea that whatever's on this island is kind of related to something really dangerous that would warrant Saturn coming here. Maybe
1: um, I mean there, there's also just the, the very nature of the resources, right? He is the science minister. It is not outside the realm of possibility that after they do all of their uh, you know war crimes, that they are going to try to take the the island resources, and that might require his you know hands. I don't know claws we'll find,
0: we'll find out soon yeah, yeah I, I
1: mean yeah we are gonna find out yeah i do want to i do want to offer one crazy theory uh about this whole little conflict before we move too far away is it related to saturn not exactly but it is to what we were talking about just a second ago
0: okay because i with, have something uh, about
1: saturn but yeah, okay wait. yeah yeah with uh with roger and rocks and all of this i know they said to odin and whitebeard when they got to lodestar island they realized something was incomplete right yes something tipped them off but I can't help but shake the sense that something happens here that is actually the tip off to everything.
0: Yeah, that's something what I was thinking Rox too.
1: knows that Roger uh, mm-hmm. doesn't until now.
0: Yeah, finding out that it's like the key to all this is the Poneglyphs. Because it would make sense in this because it, it, it takes them, what, like 12 years to do everything that they do? Because that's how long it takes for Shanks to reach that age. If I if I'm looking right. at the timing right and it's like 30 or so years, uh, yeah. Because if it's, this is 38 years ago, then that would make it like 20 odd years. They're searching around until they find Odin. So yeah, that that kind
1: of that kind of fits there. So you yeah, so it, think it's, it's related to Poneglyphs? It it could be Poneglyphs or it could be that there is something to investigate. Yeah, um, a character just, who like, knows too much, and that's why Saturn is there. Yeah, it just it just seems like there's got to be something that serves as like a clue or a hint and oh, I mean, what if saturn chose this island
0: because he knew there was a poneglyph here and that's the resource he wants to plunder Ooh, doesn't really care be about because i thought that was weird that they would be going to all this trouble but and if this was an island unaffiliated with the world government it would make sense that they didn't if they didn't know that there was a poneglyph here not a road poneglyph but maybe a poneglyph that explains the road poneglyphs and tells maybe. you like yeah like oh this is how it works
1: they hate all the poneglyphs anyway so i don't even think it has to be specifically that but i mean that ties it all together
0: that would make that would make a lot of sense especially because like why does the island disappear right like if there's no way to like
1: (laughs) yeah that's that's a weird thing too right because as of right now at least with the information we have in the text this is an island rich in resources they're annexing it right uh, they're offended that it's called God Valley. Did they destroy it out of spite or did something happen to the island itself that warranted this action? Right. Yeah, I think
0: the history with Ryuma especially that we're sort of inferring from um, the way the, the mountain has been split and mm-hmm. the way that it has a Western vibe, this island. Um, I could see a connection there. I could see something going on that like ties all this stuff
1: together. Yeah yeah it's oh absolutely absolutely possible i would i would <laughs> love for monsters to end like the anime adaptation and then drop the little tease at the end like like zoom out and it's the and silhouette ryuma of god valley. carving a poneglyph. <laughs> or just, just like literally just like he you know the whole the whole one shot finishes zoom out and it's god valley and then it ends and we're just left to well that's the other in that <laughs>
0: travis that's the other connection because ryuma ryuma's from wano they, he knows the language. He knows, like, if, if somebody could carve a poneglyph or add to it, Odin was able to do it, so could we Well, that was Kozuki,
1: wasn't it? That was specifically because he was Kozuki, though, right? I don't, I don't remember if you had to be Kazuki, but I thought I'm it was something kind of sure specific pretty sure it was just, because that's why they needed specifically Odin, because he knew how to do it, and Momonosuke True. never learned, so it kind of dies with him. That's why Oda needed the retcon of Grandpa being alive. that was a pretty funny retcon that what what Um, a funny one what a what a great what a great reminder that the monarchy is stupid
0: (laughs) saturn oh man saturn and presumably the rest of the Gorosei are immortal um they they apparently either age extremely slowly uh but all evidence has just been so overwhelming to this i mean this is supposed to be 38 years ago saturn looks exactly the same age I think that, uh, I mean, it just seems as clear as ever that these guys, they talk like they, they know like what's going on in terms of the void century. Like they were there. It it just, everything seems to be just landing in that direction. And it is a little weird because we know there's like portraits of them and it's like, how much of that is an open secret? Like, what are they doing if that's, if they are eternals or whatever, but yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's maybe just one of those things where like within you know, the Sacred Land, they just have a thing covering their butts on this. Um, but I mean, you look at every other character who appears here. Not everybody is that young. You know, we, we talked about ages just a second ago. But I mean, even just looking at like Lin-Lin, you know, it's a drastic difference. You know, this, this is a long time ago. You'd think there would be some sort of age differential on 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 Saturn at some point. Like we're we're very much getting close to a point where we can no longer accept any other ideas
0: yeah yeah we're really past that um unless it's their
1: powers but like (laughs) locking them at that kind of age seems it, it would be weird if like they got their powers at that age right yes
0: um i really wanted to hype up Ginny. um great character you know they give her so much like such an interesting function in this like little ragtag group um basically oda is like oh yeah so the god valley incident Pretty much the thing that shook the entire world and changed the course of history all came down to this little kid, you know, basically being WikiLeaks. (laughs) Like like basically quintessential
1: quintessential shonen, right? A kid can change the world. Sure. Perfect. Magnificent. It it works pretty well. Though Um, it does also, I think, uh, speak a lot to where Bonnie gets some of her own espionage skills. Because this is is a a a woman who walked right into Mary Joa and walked
0: out. It's true. It's true. But I still, I got to tell you, the more and more we just see this, like, hatred that Saturn has of Kuma because he's a buccaneer, I just can't buy that Bonnie is, like, their kid, that, like, she's biologically related to Kuma. It just doesn't work. Because he doesn't
1: have the same reaction
0: to her, right? Right. He, he like, despises, like, it. it's clearly a racial thing. It's clearly, like, he, the buccaneers are an existential threat because I think, like... More and more, I think people are subscribing to the idea that Joy Boy was a buccaneer because of the size of the straw hat and the just, like, constant connections. I think it fits really well um, because I, the whole idea of, like, Joy Boy being a giant, it did stretch, you know, imagination, no pun intended, because that hat wasn't that big. So, yeah, this, this whole idea that, like, Bonnie is, like, his... Literal daughter, I'm I, i I'm still full swing in the idea that he cloned uh, or he was able to clone Ginny. Like something traumatic and horrible happened to Ginny. Um, you know, maybe he lost himself for a while there. You know, maybe the, the idea of Kuma being a tyrant isn't that far removed from like propaganda. Maybe he did kind of have a dark turn after something bad happened to her for whatever reason. And maybe. he found a way to
1: clone her. I mean, we know the way that he did. It was a relationship with Vegapunk. Like, if if that happened, that's the obvious answer. It that's the, the answer. Yeah, Yoda brought this out because we haven't revisited that at all. We uh, see Kuma and Vegapunk
0: having the conversation like way earlier in the arc. That flashback of like, yeah, he they clearly had, had, had to, to relationship. do something. Yeah, he wanted something from Vegapunk and like, what could it be? And I think him wanting to bring Ginny back, right? And maybe Mm -hmm. he didn't expect that this would happen, like bringing Ginny back as his daughter. Like,
1: maybe it couldn't be like that. I don't know. There's all kinds of things that could tie in. I mean, he lost his own parents. He has that trauma. He has this dream he inherited for his fa- from his father. It makes it makes a lot of sense that he would um, want to raise it, do the Django Fett thing, and actually have a kid to raise, right? To, to pass on that legacy, etc. Yeah. But like, you're, you're right. Saturn's reaction, not just without the contempt, but just even the way that he, again, we we talked about this before, the way that he refers to Kuma in relation to bonnie is very curious though it, it it does also make me very curious uh it seems like the goro just know that cloning is a thing then
0: uh well i i mean i guess it wouldn't be known to them that uh yeah that like kuma was in her because maybe they know that she doesn't have buccaneer blocks she doesn't have like buccaneer yeah. genetics yeah i mean I,
1: I guess they had a clone literally working for them and they would know that stussy is not the same stussy because she's she's right. also not aging notably but i think that's, that that's interesting I wonder, I wonder if they've commissioned any clones for any reason. Well, yeah. And I wonder too, if, um, yeah, I mean, that's, hmm, don't want to start that, but I do wonder too, like, you
0: know, Kuma eventually becomes a warlord. I think that there is like an understanding between them at a certain point, um, because otherwise, like, you know, it's, it's not like
1: none mm -hmm. of this
0: makes sense now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's (laughs) still a lot of missing pieces here of like how he gets to that point. What, like, you would think, like, the Gorosei, like, the the Warlords have met with the Gorosei. The Warlords have been in the Sacred Land. And Kuma is one of them. And, like, presumably, at the point where we are introduced to Kuma for the very, very first time in that meeting of Warlords, presumably the pacifista project has already begun, is my assumption. Right. But even at that point, what a weird reality that they are letting him operate. Now, like now that we know what we know. Yeah. There there's got to be some kind of deal, some there's... kind of
0: arrangement. I mean, we know Kuma loses his will, we know I mean even down to the point of like choosing not to reproduce, right? If it really came down to the reason he doesn't have a kid with Ginny who might, you know, his wife if that's what happens would be like, I don't want to have a kid who's gonna be a buccaneer like me, but I do want to have a kid because family's so important, you know, and then you know, turning to cloning for that reason. I, I could see
1: maybe that. maybe that's very possible. I just there's I mean we're gonna get so much more of it. It's probably gonna be tragic and horrendous and everything. <laughs> but I'm really curious to see I'm really curious to see all these little threads get stitched together. Cause like a lot like Doflamingo, a lot like uh Vegapunk himself even, we are dealing with Decaded decade plus of threads that are only now starting to sort of weave together right and it just it still feels like we're missing so many pieces i really i really do wonder how long this flashback is actually going to go genuinely
0: seriously seriously because there's still so much to cover although we have technically covered a lot in just two chapters um We've covered like Kuma's like birth, um, becoming a slave, being on God Valley, breaking out of God Valley, being the store baking in Virginia. I mean, it's so far it's moving at a pretty good pace, a good one pace. Um, There are a couple things like first of all, I really appreciate. Ginny's, like like the with the shorthand for wiretapping is she has like a little den den moshi she puts in her ear, <laughs> like I just thought that that was kind of a fun little visual quirk. Um, I think I, I really like how when she's talking about the paw paw fruit and the the mythical azure dragon, we see the dragon which kind of more, more or less looks like you know the Kaido uh, <laughs> version of the fruit. We also mm-hmm. see like a cat with a paw. Um, so there is that kind of idea of like is is the paw paw fruit supposed to be like? A bear? Because I know, like, Kuma's name, bear. Uh, Kuma, uh, you know, meaning that. But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, the, that doesn't mean the pawpaw paw fruit was always like a, a bear-specific thing. I guess I always took it yeah, that he way. Doesn't, he doesn't have the ears, right? Like, he doesn't grow the ears right away. Right. That's even more suspicious. Uh, and then when she's talk when uh, Jeannie's talking about it, she imagines a cat. And it's uh, very funny. She imagines, like, the same kind of cats we see in, like, Robin's fantasies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which i always love seeing that cat pop up um so I do, I, there might be something to that there, there, might, there might be could, something to, like be, why it's a cat it could be
1: he was wearing the ears the whole time as like a tribute to her to Ginny. like like yeah like he's just literally wearing barriers to but like, she's not like no but that's what she calls him right oh she calls him kumachi yeah but yeah. his yeah. name is already kuma so right right it's just now it means something to him what it's 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 we have a man who dresses like a baby, all right? Because it makes I mean you want to tell me Kuma doesn't have the capacity to be a wife guy, a senior pink level white guy or yeah, wife yeah, guy? Yeah. Come on, man. Come um, on. Also
0: seeing the arrow in his back, I mean he really is like pretty hardy. I mean the constitution he, that he survives. has at this point.
1: He survives a confrontation with Saturn. Sanji couldn't even get up after that.
0: Right. I was going to bring that up next. So the whole thing where it looks like he's getting up and like it's it's hard to tell if Saturn is using that same power. His eye doesn't do the same thing, but he did attack him. Right. Uh, it's hard to tell like what the attack was because we just see like Saturn. He has his like arm a certain way. He's not in his like full on form, like the bull yeah, demon ambushed form. ambushed them for sure. Right. So I don't know if it's like fair to say that it's the same thing as like what Sanji and the rest of them went through. So I, I don't know about that. But yeah, still, uh, it's, okay, it's pretty, this pretty just, remarkable.
1: It just kid. came to my mind, too, because we don't know how this confrontation ends, but we know now that Kuma and Eva somehow get away. Kuma saves 500 people. They all get away. The rest of the God Valley incident also occurs. And I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking about Saturn's lines um, before the flashback started and he talked about bonnie and luffy's fate and like i'm curious to see if your fate gets you out of here i wonder if he just left just enough opportunity because he was very curious to see what this little slave boy would do Hmm. i wonder about that if you like let him survive on a whim i don't know out of like cockiness or just i mean again he's he's supposed to be at least theoretically a science minister so there should be some curiosity from him right
0: there's, there could be something to that, but I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to to square that
1: circle right now, at least. Yeah. Oh, just, um, I wish we had. I wish we had more. <laughs> like it was horrifying. It was some of the most horrifying stuff we've ever seen in one piece, just from the dialogue. And yet, I want to. I want to know who the rare people were. <laughs> that sounds
0: terrible. We do get the the confirmation. That the Sorbet Kingdom is in the South Blue. I remember once upon a time thinking the Sorbet Kingdom. We might go there after Wano um but nope we're here we're, we're here in this flashback it's in the south blue um which kind of makes sense like it's a warmer uh environment but they have like kind of like ice cream treat uh locations so it, it, it kind of makes sense now um i always just assumed it was like a full-on like wintery kind of place so maybe even be in the north blue but no uh or i originally thought it might be in the new world um we, we already kind of talked a little bit about like just you know the we kind of just get a, ca- a couple chapters of like peacefulness. We have a uh, there. There's the line where Ivankov, you know, is like saying goodbye to them, and then Kuma says, "For as long as I live, Eva, I'll never forget your face." So we were sharing this in the Discord. Um, and there's like people. People were quick um, on that line to like start sharing a screenshot of the manga from Marineford where Ivankov runs into Kuma during the Summit War. And he says to Kuma, like, have you really forgotten my face? You know, and it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heart wrenching. Um, On that note, we do also see some, like, I mean, just so many connections, um, to other things like Oda kind of takes an opportunity to do a little bit of like background for Bonnie's crew. We haven't spent a lot of time with Jewelry Bonnie's pirate crew. We've barely interacted with them, but, uh, we see her like beat up these two kids for teasing Kuma, who's just been like working super hard. He's carrying the logs. Like we saw, and I think it was like that SBS that's a a reference to a Japanese, uh, folk tale Mm -hmm. and, um, those kids start attacking him. And if you actually look at like their hats and like their faces and stuff, they look a lot like the younger versions of two of the crew members that, uh, Bonnie had. Um, so I forget when was the last time we saw them. I don't know what their like status is at this point, but I thought those were really they, uh, really, fun they would have detail. been
1: defeated by Blackbeard, Right.
0: So they might be, yeah, they might be captured. They might be impelled down or something. They might've escaped. So no idea what might be going on there.
1: Um, there's, uh, there's also, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. We've talked about it before. He carries a Bible around. Presumably, it's actually about Nika, but it, the irony is not lost on me that we have what is effectively a traveling pious man doing regular labor, but also can heal wounds. That's <laughs> the, the irony is not lost on me here.
0: It is interesting because, so Buccaneer, that is a, a Taino, thing. So listeners who don't know, um, I'm Puerto Rican. And so part of my family goes back to like, you know, Taino history. And um, I won't give you a, a long history lesson, but the Tainos, Tainos were like long thought to be extinct. We're talking about the the indigenous people in the Caribbean who Christopher Columbus like basically helped genocide. And Buccaneer comes from the Taino word bucan, And so like the whole story around that is that Uh, basically like French pirates and sailors and stuff would go to these places where the Tainos lived and they would learn how to like cook food on a Bucan, which is like kind of an outdoor griddle where you could like cook meats and stuff. They were called buccaneers because of their connection to the natives. Now, this is kind of interesting because the idea of like the church, the Bible stuff, the kind of religious piety stuff, that's also a pretty rich traditional thing of, like, the Spanish coming to the Caribbean and trying to essentially, like, prevent them from being—some of them from being enslaved, trying to say that their religions weren't that different from the Spanish, and so they weren't heathens or whatever. So, like, oh, the Tainos believe in a heaven and a hell, kind of like us. And, like, there were these, like— supposedly righteous, like, friars and stuff. And, you know, there's a lot to this, and I don't know how much of it Oda is, like, directly trying to lift from, but it is kind of remarkable. I mean, it makes sense because pirates in the Caribbean are such, they're so closely tied together, and this manga has always been, like, paid, it's always paid very close attention to the way the pirates operated in the West Indies, in the Antilles, uh, up across the coasts. So the idea of, like, Kuma kind of being both like a friar and a buccaneer, but having a connection to Nika, which is more the indigenous thing. It's more of like a tradition of something that is like trying to be erased. We could maybe think about that a little more and maybe think of like, that's like a key to like the secret of this of like how all this stuff is connected potentially. That's some really good insight. An ancient kingdom, El Dorado city of gold the the all the theories of like the one piece being a location i mean a lot of it you could just you could throw darts all across this board and hit multiple and, bullseyes. and
1: we know oda does that kind of research uh, like it it would shock me more if he didn't know that history yeah how does it connect to the
0: egyptian stuff that he does with like nefertari lily and like like he's merging all these mythologies right and mm-hmm. it's always been pretty fascinating the way he does that um So yeah, it's, 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 it's very well done, but it it, has got me very curious, but uh, yeah, I gotta say I'm, I'm ready for my heart to be broken. (laughs) i i'm not ready actually i take that back but uh yeah there, there's the whole thing where he's just like oh you eat so much jenny <laughs> it's like yep we we i yeah, think like is... people who are trying to say that like uh that she wasn't bonnie's mom i mean like come on guys like or, she, she's like, either a clone
1: or to... this is her mother. like those no, are the those else? are the two <laughs> options like <laughs> oda could weird. not be more blatant if he put a friggin' title card on the screen
0: I did see some people being like, "Oh, but 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 Big Mom Linlin, the, her lipstick looks kind of like Bonnie's." Like, all right, you're clearly just just trying to cope. Yeah, I, cope. there's no other word for it, huh?
1: Yep. Uh, I don't know if you have any other thoughts. I have one more thought, one more wild firecracker to throw into the air. Let's go. You said you wanted a cover story, and now that we know that cover stories no longer have to happen in the present, I want Eva's. Uh, free-roaming sea adventure cover story from yeah. the moment he leaves here <laughs> to what, to, because now we know, you know, we speculated that we might see a, dr- a young dragon during this. That did not happen. And now the yeah. and, now, and now Kuma and Eva have separated. So now does Eva meet dragon first? It kind of sounds like that might be the case, or maybe not. Who knows? Uh, it doesn't seem like dragon or Eva know what Kuma's intentions are. So it, it feels to me like he's kind of the odd one out, but now now we know how did eva meet dragon did it happen when they were out at sea how does how, how does eva kaido get know fruit? roger what was what was going on with that again like did they have a what happened a year ago is this not the first time they fought like did roger beat the yeah. crap out of kaido like is that why Ro, like kaido so messed up because the only man who could beat him is dead like what what amazing layers that have come out of what is effectively just three panels of some dudes <laughs> right like man how about this, this? is why this how is about, the best this is why how the about
0: best. um we know shirahoshi is an ancient weapon right um what if what if uranus is also an ancient weapon but only if you eat a certain type of devil fruit and that devil fruit was there too
1: that's been I speculated before that like that's what a that uh, could be a devil fruit, be. fruit compared yeah some devil fruit component to this i mean if if there is i mean you know extrapolating out joy boy and his relationship to the to the ancient weapons hypothetically the nika fruit is something that's a part of this potentially like is luffy able to use the voice of all things and and connect with stuff because of the nika fruit because he was already in the process of awakening it uh because i mean let's be honest like the the very concept of gear's you know in retrospect like was him working his way to awakening the fruit i thought Um, it was because he inherited roger's will and roger had the voice of all things i mean it's kind of hard to say right i'm just kind of spitballing uh it it could it could just be sheer willpower it could be luffy because luffy is different he doesn't really have the same kind of normal conventional sensibilities he's just attuned to it you know like that I mean, Roger was kind of similar the same way. I know that doesn't necessarily explain like Momonosuke, you know, but we we don't even really fully understand what the voice even is. So I'm just, I'm just kind of throwing things at the wall here now that we're wrapping up. Hmm. i need oh, some more yarn for my board. There was something else I wanted to mention
0: too, uh but I lost my train of thought. I think it had to do with rocks and all of them, and had to do something on the island. But there there, there is there is something that's been kind of bugging me a little bit about um what's gonna happen next like when like when we come back to the god valley incident and see how all this stuff like plays out um but yeah i don't remember exactly what i was gonna get at there oh well
1: it'll it'll come to you and we can talk about it in the discord you just learned existed
0: (laughs) i think honestly i think it had something to do with um Never mind. <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna it's rant gonna and rave, trying to it's trying to come piece to you it in back like together. Three
1: hours, you're gonna be like, we got it, we got it, we got it. Almost there.
0: Almost um, there. I did want to mention um, for those of you who, have, who haven't been watching the anime, I highly recommend you get back into it now while you, while you have the chance, just because the anime uh, we're seeing a lot of the post Wano stuff or the post raid, I guess um we're seeing some more detail we're actually seeing less detail than i thought we would i thought we would spend like a whole chapter for example on kinemon reuniting with his wife uh we don't we just it, it's kind of following the manga pretty closely there um where it's skipping a lot of stuff and i was
1: uh i was shocked because i remember saying to you like that you know they changed the op it feels like we're gonna get some filler content and there hasn't been that much of it
0: right and and that still may happen but it's it's kind of like they're cutting through at least to the end of Wano a little sooner than I expected, rather than dragging it out. We already have Green Bull. And first of all, Green Bull versus, um, first of all, Green Bull versus King and Queen, which happened in the last episode, fun fight was kind of cool to see, uh, particularly like seeing like how that happened and not nerfing them as easily as it was in the manga. I kind of appreciate the anime is expanding it a little bit more and showing how Green Bull's powers work. But watching Green Bull fight, the uh, the uh, the samurai, incredible! Like it's so good. And also, we see Shanks and his crew off the coast of Wano, and we see them in way more detail. Uh, it, there's a little bit more sort of like a, a lingering there. They even like bring in like a quick little flashback. It's fun kind of reading the comments too because people are like, "So that's how Luffy got his scar," and then all the replies just being like, "No, no, 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 no," no. <laughs> like acting like that's new information. Um, oh, man. It's still funny though. Oh man, (laughs) (laughs) it's like you were, I was there when the book of magic was written. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, I highly, I highly recommend it. It, It's one of those anime episodes that like every once in a while, the the budget kicks in. Um, So I I recommend, I know some people have been a little disappointed that we're not getting our big, like all out, like a banquet kind of scene yet. Like they're kind of partying and goofing off, but it's not as like rapturous, I guess. Which I remember the manga was like that too. And I also, it felt a little bit more like they were enjoying the festival. And I don't know. There I thought there was something a little bit more fitting about that. I guess it's tough because it's we're talking about what, four, five years of Wano in uh in the anime. And it's been a while. It's it's Yeah, it, yeah. Um, it, with the manga,
1: yeah. it's 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 worth noting, especially with a little bit of hindsight. It really does feel like even Odo was just kinda like ready to move on like he knew that it went longer than I think he even planned. And it was just like, okay, we've done it. I've taken this break. I've said the words Final Saga. We need to hit the gas like if he had lingered longer. I think he wouldn't have been satisfied with it. I don't think we would have been satisfied with it. The anime, the anime can do what it wants at that point, like the anime it, it can, can it do can what breathe. it wants you know what i mean it's always been the rule though right the anime has always been a lot more flexible with those things uh for better and for worse um and i think we're definitely in a better spot right now i i like i like that it does a little bit of flashback with shanks in particular i like that it kind of helps tease out that mystery of like how much does he actually know what's his actual role in this and it really drags out him sitting down with beckman and doing the line like that's all good. That's great stuff. That's 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 the kind of like build up you want to see in something cinematic like that. that the manga doesn't have to do.
0: I still can't believe what I was going to say. It was a good point, too. It's
1: a good <laughs> one. It was one of those ones you're going to be like, oh, that's
0: interesting. Uh, next week, uh, we'll be talking about chapter 1097, which I'm hoping to read myself in Japanese tomorrow. Um, if not... Uh, either way, we'll get to it. Uh, this is actually my first time reading the, the official translation and, you know, definitely some differences, some stuff I was kind of curious about, cause it can be pretty difficult like reading these when you're not a native Japanese speaker, but, um, yeah, no. And then, uh, I think. I don't know what the schedule is, but uh, next break we get, we'll probably be jumping into Freer in finally. Um, but of course, hit up that Discord. I'm excited to check it out for apparently the first time. Um, but no, we're in there, we're hanging out, and uh, we'll we'll keep you posted and, and hit us up if you have any suggestions too uh, for anything you want us to talk about and get into. Um, I've been watching a few new anime, so uh, hopefully on an episode that isn't as stacked as this one, we'll have time for, a, for an anime check-in, maybe next week. But uh, that's hard to believe that oh, next week won't be Yeah, we're
1: gonna be, we're gonna be at a point, I think, for at least another week where we're just kind of overwhelmed. So I will put the call out here for those in the, the who do uh, participate in the Discord. Um, I'm not gonna give away uh, too too much, but we are in a place where we're gonna be very quickly heading towards uh, a cutoff for my anime section when it comes to talking about anime of the year so if you have a recommendation for series that you have not uh heard us talk about on here um or you know just a general something you liked uh let me know about it so that I have some stuff on my watch list Uh, between now and we start planning those things Uh, I would love to make sure I didn't miss anything to all my Mushoku
0: Tensei fans we have a job to do and uh, I will say Travis it's time to end the show because I want to volume 25 of the light novel Mushoku Tensei recently came out and I have been I mean I was already reading the webcomic from 10 years ago but it's not a great translation but yeah I want to go do that right now. So we'll see y'all later. Do it.